0: This is The Good List. I'm Tish Oxenreiter. (laughs) This is a work of art. The summer we came back from our trip around the world was a doozy. I won't get into the minute emotional details of why, but once we finally signed a lease on a rental house where we planned to stay for one year while we searched for more permanent digs, we breathed a huge sigh of relief. After a year of living out of backpacks and vagabonding, it felt really good to be home, even if that home was temporary. We didn't plan it this way, but it didn't take long for us to start carving out regular rhythms to our days. Where to put backpacks when the kids came home from school? Whose turn it'd be to make dinner? Kyle dusted off his beloved tools so he could get back to woodworking once a week or so. I settled in to write my next book, and the kids started going to a nearby school. Most things in our life were good, but that last part wasn't so much. After a year of world schooling, it was hard to jump right back into a brand new school with a traditional education model. Now, I won't get into the details, but I'll just say that we all breathed a huge sigh of relief on the last day of school when the kids could throw their backpacks on the floor and not worry about the idea of school for several months, kind of like they are right now, seeing as this is their last week of online school as I'm talking to you. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because on this last day of school, we thought it'd be fun to have a family movie night. You know, eat pizza, pop popcorn, dim the lights. And for whatever reason, probably because none of us had ever seen it, we chose this brand new series on Amazon Prime we had never heard of. It was called Just Add Magic. Now, at this point, our youngest just finished kindergarten and our oldest finished fifth. So we were in the stage of needing to find something that was okay for little kids that didn't also bore slightly older ones, nor the parents. You know that's a tall order if you're a fellow parent and you've scrolled all the streaming services. Well, let me tell you, finding this series was magic for our family. Not only did it completely fit the bill of sucking us all in, But it's a delightful story full of magic we all needed after a rough school year that followed a previous year of magic for us. So here's the gist. It's about three friends named Kelly, Darby, and Hannah, and they find a secret cookbook in an attic. And it turns out the recipes are magical. They end up using these recipes to help solve a mystery about Kelly's grandma, as well as some other questions peppered throughout their small town. That doesn't really do it justice because it's got more depth than that, but you get the idea with that synopsis. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a children's TV show. Parts of it are corny as all get out. Some of the acting is wooden, and it's from a kid's perspective. But that's kind of what makes it great. It's a really great kids show, and those are hard to find. These girls are young tweens and teens, and they're not boy crazy. They love their parents and grandparents. They love their friends and community, and they care about hard work. They care about equity for others, and they have good attitudes and yet are still funny at times. But it's not saccharine sweet either, as though everything's great and problems are solved in 30 minutes, like an 80s after-school special. In other words, this show is wholesome, but in only the right way. It's still a little spooky for some kids. It's got a good storyline, and the small town is charming and sucks you right in. And this is just what our family needed at that time. As a less as a less than stellar school year wound down, we needed something positive to bond over. We ended up watching the entire series in about a week, and we'd talk about it here and there all summer long. And they eventually added more seasons, which we also watched, and ultimately wrapped up the series with these original girls and passed the baton on to a new set of kids. I presume because the original actors aged out. The OG series is four seasons long, and it's a delight. And now that a somewhat harrowing school year is winding down for a lot of us this week, I've been thinking about that series and how it's just right for starting off summer break. It's wholesome yet not dumbed down, and not only have us adults been in the mood to rewatch it, but so have our now almost 10-year-old, 12-year-old, and 15-year-old. Man, how time flies. So sometime next week, we're going to start re-watching Just Add Magic. I think this is a good time of year and a just right phase we're all in at the moment for something like this. So if you're in the market for a kids show that isn't awful for teens or adults, you might want to try Just Add Magic. It's cheesy, but in only the right way. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run, and Ritual wants to help you do just that. Ritual is an obsessively researched vitamin for women. Even though we may try and try to eat all the right things and make our meals as balanced as possible, we most likely are still not getting all the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. Rituals Essentials contain the nutrients we need most in clean, absorbable forms without shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. Two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I typically take my ritual vitamins in the evening as part of my bedtime routine, and I feel good knowing that I'm getting what my body needs daily. They're vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and have allergen-free ingredients, and their sources are all out there for the whole world to see. And for just a dollar a day, you can have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month with no strings attached. And it's also really easy to pause your subscription at any time, also no strings attached. Better Health doesn't happen overnight. And right now you can get 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash goodlist to start your ritual today. One more time, that's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash goodlist. All right, Claire. I would love to hear what is on your good list right now. Okay,
1: so I have this new thing that I'm doing that I'm super excited by that I think is kind of weird, and it's called cold water swimming. Do you know about it?
0: <laughs> well, is it exactly what it sounds like? Kind
1: of, but there's like science behind it. So, okay. so basically, the the thing here, the backstory is that a few years ago, I read this book called The Finnish Way. Finding courage, wellness, and happiness through the power of Sisu. And I became completely obsessed with Finland. And so when a work trip let me go to Finland in November, so you know, less than six months ago, I was completely like excited and then in love with the place when I got there. It was cold, so it was November, but I still did the classic Arctic swimming thing, where you basically go to a swim center uh, where there's some warm pools and then there's like a sea pool. And you get in and I got in and it was absolutely freezing and you can really only stay in for like five or six seconds, I guess the first time you, you do it. But the endorphin rush afterwards was amazing, right? So I just became completely obsessed with this thing. And I was like, how can I replicate this in my life in the Southern Hemisphere, right? So mm-hmm. flash forward to coming home. I, I live in the Southern hemisphere in Argentina. And then I sort of forgot about this. And then I started reading that sometimes people do it via these cold water showers, I guess, which is kind of the same idea. The concept is like, it's an endorphin rush. And I guess if you go for total Arctic swimming, according to, to this book and the author, Katja Panzer, who I ended up actually doing an interview with because I was so interested in the book. Apparently, research shows that like one minute or something or 30 seconds in this freezing cold Arctic water gives you the same kind of health benefits as 20 minutes of exercise. So, I don't think you can necessarily replicate that exactly in a cold shower, but I started thinking maybe you could sort of. (laughs) And so, since quarantine, We, I, we were, I was just sharing with you before we got on the call today, one of the things, you know, I live in Argentina and in quarantine, we're actually not allowed to leave our perimeter. So we're in the suburbs and we have a yard. And the idea is that you're not actually allowed to leave your yard because you don't need to, because your dog can, you know, do his business in your yard. So I can't go on my walks. I can't go on my runs. I was like, what am I going to do? And, but I was like, Hey, we have this pool. And it's autumn, and so the pool is cold. So I've basically gotten into this cold water swimming thing, and it's such an endorphin rush I cannot express.
0: Okay, so how long do you can you stand it? So again, you know,
1: I'm in autumn, in like sixty degrees, so the pool is not that cold, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Even so, I'm not exactly like a... I'm not a reptile. (laughs) I still get cold. So when I get in the pool, I say, I'm going to do three laps. And this isn't like an actual lap pool, right? It's like a backyard pool, whatever size that is. And so I say, I'm going to do three laps. And pretty much by the time I do three laps, I can stay in longer and I stay in about 10. And then when I get out, I feel amazing. And it, it's really interesting. I mean, it totally makes me wish I was actually in the Arctic, like Katya in this book, The Finished Way, because it would be so interesting to actually do this in the winter and go in for 10 seconds. And, and I totally believe that it could be this incredible kind of health thing, right? That would not only help any sort of mental health symptoms, which is, I guess, what they often talk about, but also from a physical perspective of not even needing to go out and do other types of exercise because your heart rate is just so
0: up there. So when you say you feel amazing, tell me more about that. What does it feel like to you when you were done?
1: It feels like Physically, you know, you're tingling and excited because you're not cold. You feel warm as soon as you get out. But really emotionally and mentally, that's what is so amazing because you feel like you have done this hard thing. And I was talking to a friend who does these cold water showers in the morning. So he gets in the shower and he does the cold water thing for 30 seconds because I was telling him that I was trying this and I was getting really into it after just about two weeks doing it. And he said to me, "You know, the reason I do this every morning for 30 seconds is because I know that if I can start the day doing a hard thing, then I can kind of get through the rest of my day no matter Mm -hmm. what else comes up. And I guess to me, especially in this crazy time we're all in of quarantine, it is really, really working from Mm -hmm. kind of a mental health, emotional perspective of being like, wow, I'm going to do this hard thing. I'm going to get in the pool. I don't want to do it but i can and and then i don't know i feel really pumped afterwards
0: yeah it kind of has that eating the frog concept you know if you do yes. the hardest thing first everything else feels a little easier the rest of the day i guess totally yeah. totally totally And so that was why something else that came up
1: is that I've, you know, kind of played with when in my day, does it work best to do it? Mm. And I actually realized, and maybe this is true of all exercise, you know, now that we're at home, the reality is even if you have little kids and you have tons of stuff to do, your schedule is more flexible in terms of when you can do things. Mm. And so I realized in terms of this, it's actually best to do it really in about the middle of the day when you're kind of getting to that afternoon slump after lunch. Yeah. And you just kind of want to take a nap whether for physical or just mental reasons because these days feel so eternal so i think the middle of the day is good i did it last night At about 7 p.m. And it just was like, you know, then you're then you're jazzed at night, which doesn't really help.
0: Yeah. You know, I've been working out at different times of day now because of quarantine. I used to work out in the morning, and that's still my preference, probably, but that just isn't reality anymore with all my kids at home now. Mm -hmm. And so I've done midday and evening workouts as well. And I totally do not like late night workouts because Mm -hmm. I can't fall asleep. But that midday thing. It's been surprising to me how much I like it. I think I still like morning, but I I like midday more than I thought I would because my brain kind of turns to mush anyway. And so I don't get a lot of work done regardless. Like, I, I don't know. It's like I need to go on a walk. I need to just leave the desk for a while before I come back. So I'll bet you it's that same idea there. I mean, I don't know if I could take – I mean, we don't have a pool, but a, a midday cold shower for – a minute, maybe? I don't know. That's interesting. I think you could. I I don't know if you'd like it, but you'd probably like how you feel afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I saw a YouTube, um, a YouTuber talk about, he, he did this thing last year where he did a month of hard thing or like 12 months of hard things. And he tried different, like just almost more like, what do all these smart people say? is good for you. And one of them was cold showers. And so he did a month of cold showers. And I was fascinated. And he talked about basically, by the end, he hated it so much, and he never wanted to do it again. But I kind of don't hate cooler showers for the reasons that sound a bit like what you're getting at. So I don't know, I could see even just sort of doing it a little at a time, you know, even if it's like the first 10, 20 seconds of a shower, and then warming it up. I don't know, I'm intrigued. This is interesting to me, I would have never thought of this.
1: I think I would say, I would say that the problem with the guy that did the cold shower for a month and ended up not liking it is that he was taking out something pleasurable from his life, which is, Mm. I think a warm shower is typically something we all think of as like a pleasurable thing. Yeah. So I think for me, what this does is it doesn't. Take that away from me.
0: That's really uh, You know, it, mm-hmm. I
1: add in something that I can, you know I, you know, I can even check it off my to-do list each day to feel even better about having done it, right? Yeah. But it doesn't take away something that, especially in quarantine, especially with kids, I really look forward to having a shower by myself. <laughs> yeah. Once, if not twice, every yeah. day.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was just talking with Ann Bogle, our mutual friend, and she was sharing about how she's been working out more than usual with quarantine because she thinks of it as introvert time kind of instead of just like this adulting, we should do this, it's like a treat because it's a chance for her to do something without all the people in her life around her. And it almost kind of feels like that. Like if you can flip the script and thinking of this as a treat without taking away, like you said, the the warm shower, then we might be more likely to do it because we're not like doing this because it's good for us. We're doing it because it it actually feels good.
1: You know what I mean? Totally. And that's funny you say that about the working out because... We just got a big um, trampoline yesterday. It was delivered finally. Mm And after like a two-week delay, we decided to get it during the quarantine. And one of my kids this morning, I have a three-year-old who went out on it and was by himself and didn't want anyone else to come out on it. And he just wanted to be by himself on the trampoline for half an hour. And I had the thought of like, oh my gosh, maybe he's an introvert. That's because <laughs> it's, it's a space outside the house where you can
0: get away from everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think there's something really valid to that. So if people are listening, thinking, yeah, no thanks, cold shower, but maybe they think cold shower by myself. A thing to do with my children around me, then it's worth it. I love this. This is really good, Claire. I'm glad you shared this one.
1: Yeah, no problem. I would I would love to hear if people try it. But again, I do think the key is not taking away your otherwise right. wonderful hot shower experience. Right.
0: I really think I'm gonna try this. My husband will laugh at me because he knows I like cold showers um, and he hates them. So <laughs> we've got a new little dare challenge. A thing to do. <laughs> Thank you to Claire for chatting with me from Argentina. She's a smart cookie and the author of several books, and I'm sure she's working on another one because she always is. A little reminder from last week, in case you missed it, that I've got a new four-part audio workshop out. It's called Create Your Rule of Life. It's a workshop, and it comes with a downloadable guidebook, and the price is pay what you can. Yep, I want you to name your price. You can find it at thegoodlistshowcom rule, or in the show notes of this episode. And then another little reminder that if you haven't yet, sign up for my free weekly email called Five Quick Things, where I share five things I either created or loved from the week. Go to fivequickthings.email to sign up, and you'll get the next weekly email that goes out on Friday mornings. I'm on Twitter at Tish, and sometimes on Instagram at Tish Oxenrider. And you can also find a transcript and the show notes of this episode and all episodes at thegoodlistshow.com. Leave me a voicemail or send me a voice recording to tell me one thing that's currently on your good list. Either leave a voicemail at 401-684-GOOD or record your voice and email the voice file to hi at Tishoxenrider.com and we may feature it here on the show. Thanks to Clara for sharing with us what's on her good list. Music for the show is by Kevin McLeod, and thanks as always to Caroline Tassell and Kyle Oxenwriter for their help as well as my furry intern, Jenny. I'm Tish Oxenwriter and I'll be back with you soon. Thanks for listening to The Good List.